Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Well, good morning, everyone, or afternoon, whatever. Uh, It's Janet, the Higher Self Voice, coming to you on the phone. I couldn't get my Internet connection to work this morning, so I luckily called in. I had five seconds till the show started, so yay. Welcome back, and uh, it's been a good week for me. I hope it's been a good week for all of you. And I did want to explain what happened last week. I pulled the show. Uh, if any of you listen to listen to it live, you you'll know there was an obscene phone call in the show. Um, just was a bit of a shock to me because I'm I've never I've been on a long time and I've never had anything like that. And the individual started out really nice, really interested, very very um, seemed like he wanted help. And so I'm kind of pulled in, you know me, and uh, unfortunately the obscenity started to come up and I didn't click on connect to it fast enough. And finally, though, I took him off mic. It was a little disturbing knowing that it went out over the Internet live. So, but I went on with the rest of the show, and and we ended up, uh, the higher self ended up indicating to me that the healing was going on and this individual, in fact, it was a cry for help. I guess at some inner level, certainly not consciously, he uh, realized in some way it was a safe arena for the for the cry for help. And there was a healing. I was working on Jake, someone who had requested a healing. And in the middle of it, the higher self indicated that they were working on the caller who entered um, – not going to say anything more, but on the caller, and so, and I picked up that the caller was really full of self hatred and just just deep levels of shame. So that was worked on. I didn't spend any time going any deeper than that because I was, you know, I was working on somebody else. So, uh, but anyway, what happened was that Blog Talk Radio um, they contacted me after the show. I wrote them and said, you know, there was this <clears throat> X-rated thing going on. And they, I don't know, bleeped, I don't know what you say with radio, they just made that part completely blank. So if you're listening to the archive after the fact, you just hear nothing for the two or three minutes or four or five minutes, whatever it was. And then um, the second part of the show, of course, I talk about the caller, but having not heard it, people got confused. They didn't understand what had gone on. And... So I decided to just pull the show. In addition, the first part of the show was something so, the information was so important. Uh, I got some very good feedback from one person, but another person was confused. So I thought, you know what, this gives me an opportunity to explain that portion of the show in a better way. It's it's information that on the one hand is not new, but on the other hand was brand new. So I... um, I, I look forward to the I look forward to 
um, redoing the show, okay? And I've never had to do that. This is the first time in all these years, so, you know, I'm not worried about it or upset about it and feel like it's going to be a better show as a result, and I only wish the best for the the caller um, because, anyway, I wish the best for him. Um, well, first I'm going to begin by doing a little review. And, of course, if there are some of you who are new, and I'm hoping this is coming across because I'm on the phone. I can't see if I have any listeners. Uh, I know that Robin was going to call in or she was going to listen, and so I'm going to say hi to Robin. And also, I don't know if you got my email asking. I was going to use you as a, as sort of a mini example later on <clears throat> in the show. <clears throat> I don't have a specific healing, but what I'm going to give you is a technique, and then we're going to, I'm going to give you a couple of opportunities or different ways to utilize it and practice it so that you can begin incorporating it in your own life. And I think you'll want to once you hear what I have to say. Okay, but let's get back to the review. Of course, some people will, it'll be review. Some people, it will be the first time they hear it, and that's okay. Um, And what I want to say is that I want to remind everyone that what I say here on the show comes from the higher self perspective. As both Joan Culpepper and I have heard it, interpreted it through our conscious minds. Now, Joan isn't doing it anymore, but of course a lot of the basis of what I use on the show or what I talk about, what I write about, is sort of the foundation. The You have a foundation of the house and then somebody creates a house above it. And so that's sort of similar. There's It's, it's a combination of uh, information that we bring in, that, that, that I share with you all. Now, when when we interpret, when we uh, give you the information, whether it's Jones, straight from Joan, or from me, or a combination of both, we leave our mark or our color on the information because it's coming through our conscious mind. And, you know, we don't stand in a state of perfect clarity. And so that means that I would never ask you to believe the information. I also ask that you don't disbelieve it either. Instead, just stand in that center, and you've heard me say this before, and allow the energy, the information, whatever it is, to come in and be what it is without judgment. It's so important because every time we make a judgment, it creates a limit. It creates a glass ceiling, so to speak. It creates a boundary beyond which we have a very difficult time getting past. So allow the information, the energy to be what it is, process what it is. And after the fact, you can resonate with it or not. It's bottom line. You all get to choose how you feel about something. But if in the moment it's coming in, you're, 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 oh, oh, no, that's not good. Oh, 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 you know, and you're, you're putting um, judgments around it positive or negative it's it's going to it's not going to come in in the purity uh, that of course for me i would hope that you would receive it and you know i work hard for myself to stand in the center as well okay just know that i i do the best i can i i sometimes present the information as fact at least it surely sounds that way, and it sounds that way because I'm presenting it as clearly and as accurately as I can at the time. So for me, it's valid at that time. 
uh, <clears throat> however, uh, truth expands. Truth expands. So locking in to today's truth, deciding, oh, this is it, I'm going to believe in it, will lock out the expansion for tomorrow. And that's why we don't want to make a judgment positive or negative because if we lock oh that's it you know oh my gosh that's it of course we're going to if we lock onto it we're going to lock out the future expansion so this means that i have to do that for myself as well and that's what i'm always trying to do joan was really good at not locking in she was really good at standing in the center. And as a result, over the years that I knew her, the expansion that she would bring in was astounding. And, you know, she was the role model, don't you know? And I always worked hard to do the same thing. And as a result, I have also brought in expansion on my own. And today is going to be another example. Um <clears throat> And you you are going to see with this new thing another example, and uh, well, actually, you're going to see it starting right now because right now what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring us into a state of amalgamation. Now, normally, right, guys, I don't do that until I'm about to do a healing. That's when I do the amalgamation. But what's interesting is that Joan was not a healer. She certainly brought in information about giving techniques and, and tools, how to use healing, how to approach it. But she didn't do healing on her own. And But every single time she had a group, every single time she led a, a, you know, had a session or a meeting or whatever, she did the amalgamation. And, you know, I took it for granted, guys. I just took it for granted. Now... I understand why, and you will too. I'm going to bring us into a state of amalgamation, doing a different technique than I usually use, and this technique is part of the expansion that the higher selves have led me to, and and that you're going to understand once you get the information why I'm doing it first, okay, even though there's no healing. It's to facilitate our being able to bring in and process that information, the information I'm going to be giving you. It's to facilitate that and bring it in at the very highest level that we can. Okay. Now, I want everyone to quiet your mind. It's going to be short. This is not a long amalgamation. It's going to be very short, very different. And I want you to... Make yourself comfortable, take a few deep breaths, quiet your mind as much as you can, and I want you to bring into a state of visualization or imagine, I want you to imagine an incredibly beautiful diamond shape energy field. This is the shape of two pyramids, four-sided pyramids, base to base, creating an energy field that is going to be symbolic, that is symbolic of the originating source. You could even look at it as the pure soul essence of the originating source. And this field is just shimmering, it's reflecting, it's crystalline, it, you know, it has crystallish type of flex, it has colors emanating off of it, and it, re it represents the totality of all aspects of originating source. 
and it's a powerful, powerful energy field. And as you know for me now, because it's energy, we can do, we can expand it, we can make it smaller. And right now, we are going to expand this, this symbolic diamond to encompass the totality of this planet and more. It's just going to encompass the totality of the planet. Why? Because we want every listener of this show, past, present, and future, to be incorporated within this originating source symbol. And I want all of you to just visualize yourselves inside this symbol. Now, you can make it smaller if you want and see it just around you, You can see it around your house, your apartment. You can see it around your area. You can make it any size that works with your visuals. This is, this is, this is, I want you to personalize this image, but I want to have you use not the womb of originating source, but this pure soul essence or this diamond that's a symbol of the originating source. And just feel the energy in there. It is intense. We are all held within this field. It is powerful. It is beautiful. It sustains us. And the totality of who we are in these fields is the totality of our, in the field, the totality of our soul process is held within this field. The, from the time we were minerals, all the way, all that we've evolved through the human kingdom, graduated into the fifth dimensional kingdom, the interplanetary kingdom, and into the sixth. We have aspects of ourselves in the sixth. And then we've returned, of course, and we're in the human kingdom with that facade soul. The totality, our soul process is held within this diamond. Now, the higher selves explained to me that, as you know, I was seeing the forever now moment as horizontal in nature. I don't know how you visualized it, but I'm telling you for me, I saw it with on my left side was the definitive end that was the past nows that began with the mineral kingdom. And then I saw the future now as over to my right side as it continued to evolve and unfold and become moment to moment more. The higher selves explained to me just recently that it's vertical in nature because it's all related to frequency. So when we were minerals, we were a much denser frequency, as minerals are, uh, than the plants, and then the plants are denser than the, when we were animals, etc. So we are moving up in frequency from the more dense frequency into the higher frequency levels. So the that part of our soul that we have aspects in that six-dimensional level, that's the highest frequency that we carry, okay? It is not part of our human nature because in the human kingdom, we are running at the fourth-dimensional human uh, human frequency. And, of course, that also would encompass many different frequency levels, not just one. As a facade human, we would be resonating at much higher frequency than than our original human would carry from the denser where we were just evolved just out of the animal kingdom and then moved up the human dimensional uh, levels of frequency. But no matter, I want you to feel yourself and understand that you are 
the totality of you at the soul process level travels from the denser frequencies into the higher, more uh, very high frequency levels. And so it's moving from the lower parts of the diamond into the higher parts of the diamond okay so it's vertical in nature so within this diamond as we walk in we are carrying with us without having to to bring it into place we are carrying with us the forever now moment okay the forever now moment is really no longer going to be part of the process to bring us into amalgamation because once we move into this diamond we are moving into the forever now moment and it is vertical in nature i might mention it from time to time just to reconnect people that it's there and that's what's happening and that we are utilizing and accessing the totality of our soul process which was the point of the forever now moment was to be able to do the healing at the very deepest levels that we could uh, at the most expanded levels that we could that we access the totality of who we were during whatever healing so that was the point of it now we're just um, you're just sitting right now in this diamond energy field and experiencing it listening to my voice focusing on being within this powerful field and if you find your mind wandering that's okay just pull it back in the field is set up here and you're present within it because it's already set up around the planet so but if your mind wanders let's bring it back in just refocus now the second part of the amalgamation is i want everyone to focus on that pure soul essence that you have within that pure soul essence symbolic sun and I want you to just, as we've done before, expand and utilize and move that pure soul essence to fill the totality of who you are at this soul process level. It's moving to become the totality, to encompass and embrace, to be the totality of who you are. Now, this is your purest most perfect and most potent power and as you will understand after i explain on the show it is the most personal point of power that you or i or anyone could have it is so key I want you to stand in the center of this energy field, understanding that because we're held at the totality of the soul process level, the higher selves are here. They're part of the amalgamation. They're part of who we are. The uh, true soul essence is here. Those elements are here. You can bring those into the amalgamation or not. Sometimes you're going to, and sometimes you're not. It just depends on your timing, your orientation, your focus, a lot of things. But the key is the originating source and the pure soul essence. And I want you to just reverberate those energies in through and around you, understanding that by standing in the center of that pure soul essence, you are utilizing and cooperating uh, at the very highest possible level that you can with that originating source energy. You have access 100% of the time to that originating source energy at the highest level. Okay. 
So I did explain a lot in the amalgamation, but, but in general, and I'm going to do it again at the end when I give you some exercise on how to use the information that I'm about to explain to you. Uh, you know, um, But normally you don't have to think about all those explanations. That's just something I give you. All right, so today I really want to explain that pure soul essence and the originating source. And it might seem sort of heavy, this information, because it is so amazing. But it's not, it, and so in that way, maybe it is heavy, but not in the negative sense, it, in the sense that it is incredibly significant. Now, it doesn't make anything else that I've shared with you, any of the other keys, any of the other uh, things that I put great import on, uh, doesn't make them any wrong or any less than. It simply is that this is some expansion that's come in. A new piece is being added. And in fact, you'll find this interesting, this information came from Joan in 1986. Okay. Now, I heard it then. I was in that class. And guess what? I transcribed that cassette tape into writing myself. So not only did I hear it, but I transcribed it. Uh, I'm pretty sure I remember it. but here's the deal. I had no context. I didn't have any context then. I knew a lot of information at the intellectual sense. I, I had taken a lot of information in. By 1986, I'd been in Joan's classes for three years, and she had one every week, the, the Wednesday group every week where the higher selves came in and gave us information. But she had other groups that I went to. I went to all of her groups. So I had been absorbing like a little sponge every single piece of information I could. But I didn't have the experience with it. I didn't grasp it at the knowing level. Now, when I reread this piece of information, when I saw it again, I have the context. I have the experience. I have the much deeper sense and knowing of the of the information. And what happened? It just knocked me off my socks uh, or out of my socks, whatever that saying is. It blew, my, blew me away. And, you know, a lot of times I'll read information from the higher self and it takes me several weeks to, or something new will come in, and it takes me several weeks to finally get it on the air to explain it to you. But I read that and I'm thinking, this I have to get out immediately. And one of the reasons that it was not as understandable last week was because I did it so fast, I really, I didn't explain it as best I could. So I think today you're going to understand it a lot better. Um, It was after I read this that the next private session I had that the amalgamation changed to incorporating this diamond. Now, I have used the diamond in the past, which is so interesting. I even have it, I believe, I think I even talk about it in one of my books, the first book. I I used to use that symbol a lot, but for some reason, you know, new things come in or or old things take priority, whatever, um, I stopped using it, and they just brought it right back in and said, no, this is an important symbol. I now see it and understand it in a much different way. But it was at the next private session that the whole amalgamation changed. So the bottom line is it changed my life right off the bat, Uh and it's continuing to change my life because you know me, I would never talk about something on the show that I'm not practicing on my own. 
you know, if I give you guys homework, you better be sure I'm doing it. <laughs> and I'm probably doing it, you know, five times more than anybody else because I'm just, it's just important that I, you know, that I know what I'm talking about or and not know in the sense of, you know, I'm so smart, but just experience what I'm talking about. So I have been working with this energy. It's only been a couple weeks though now, guys. It's not been a lot of time. And I think with it, as each week passes, things will change for me. Things will continue to expand. So what I'm giving you today is just the first step out of the gate. I would love in the future to have anyone give me feedback of how they experienced it, how they uh, rolled with it, you know, part of my understanding too is just that it's the frequency on the planet is that much higher. And so, you know, I'm, and I've done a lot of neutralizing and clearing of my energetic field. So I think I'm able to take it in too, simply because the frequency is higher on the planet. And I think a lot of people will hear this at a knowing level today, maybe next week, maybe next month, much faster than I did. But if you don't, if you kind of get it, but you have to go back and re-listen a few times, please, please do so. Because we all, uh, you know, are where we are, where when we are, and so there's no, um, you, you certainly aren't going to take the 30 years that I took, okay? So trust me, there's <laughs> no comparison here and no judgment. Uh, we just We just work to see what we can do because... I have to say that if you learn nothing from my superhero school but this, this is so important. Okay. Now, most of us, either now or now and before, but for sure before, most of by before I mean prior lives, we where we've come from, even on different planets, this is a common human belief system, okay, is that the originating source is in charge of our lives. Now, I do talk about this. Let me just say, I talk about, I touch on some of these concepts that I'm talking about today on my second book. And you know me, I never really plug myself because I just figure people will be drawn in and they'll do the research and yada yada but I have to say because the context thing made such a difference for me that you really benefit by reading my second book Soul Psychology Our Journey Through the Human Kingdom Universe and I'm throwing it in here because I'll forget if I don't but that's going to give you a context that you're going to understand today's work a lot better uh, a lot of the stuff that I'm saying it's not in my book exactly but it still is going to give you some foundation so that this, you'll have context. Anyway, enough of that. So we, we generally, we believe either consciously, maybe we've shifted off of this in this life, maybe not, but certain, many, many lives, we believe that God, Allah, Jehovah, the originating source, the universe, the source, whatever people call the divine energies, we believed it was in charge of us. And in reality, according to the higher selves, it's not in charge of our lives, but it acts and intermingles impersonally with all the individual souls, with all of us as we move along our various evolutionary paths. And in that it is the individual 
that is calling in the originating source energy that personalizes it. How? Okay. Well, there are two ways. The way we do it most of the time, which is the much less effective way, and the way that I'm going to teach you, teach you, you know, remind you, because we all know this at some level. I'm going to remind you, and we're headed there, okay? But first, I want to look at the concept of impersonal energy. You may have heard me use this analogy in the past because I have done it, but the, the originating source energy is impersonal. And I compare it, when I'm trying to help people understand the idea of impersonal, I compare it to natural gas. Now, natural gas is a very powerful fuel. It's a very powerful energy. Um, but it's neutral and it's impersonal and it's each of us that chooses how we're going to use it. Are we going to cook with it? Are we going to heat our homes with it? Or are we going to commit suicide with it or burn down our houses with it? We make the choice. The gas itself doesn't tell any of us how to use it, right? It doesn't force us to use it one way or the other. It's the same way with the originating source energy. It's there. It's powerful. But it's impersonal. And it doesn't impose itself on us. On us. We ask for it uh, at various times and ways. But, okay, uh, we understand how we use natural gas, to, how we personalize the use of natural gas because we turn on the oven or we turn on the heat or we you know, light a match and use the gas to burn something, whatever. We choose it. But how do we personalize the impersonal energy of originating source? How does that work? Well, I'm going to be describing the way we normally do it, okay, the normal way we personalize first. Then I'm going to explain the better way to do it. But the normal way is, and this comes back to the energetic baggage we all carry, you know, the thoughts, the habits, the emotional blueprints that you've heard me talk about for years, it's in my books, et cetera, et cetera. It's these that carry the belief structures that personalize the energy from the originating source. Now, these beliefs, for the most part, guys, remember, aren't from the conscious mind. Remember, this is mind of one life. The belief structures are held at the soul level. And it's all of those beliefs, okay, all of the beliefs that we've brought forward with us from the many eons and eons and eons of lives. Okay, there's a new word coming. Okay, a new word. The beliefs have created what I call it an energetic baggage, but another word that the higher selves use are encrustments. Okay, Um they are, the beliefs are so old, so entangled, so deep, so entrenched that they're encrusted around us, like almost solidified. And my first book, again, another plug, because I'm so excited about this new information. I'm trying to give you all more context. But the, my first book, Choices, Neutralizing Our Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints, is a primer on this energetic baggage. It explains where they come from, how they operate, at least the first level of how they operate. I mean, all that's in there is accurate, but there's new information, guys, okay? That's what I'm getting to. Um, Okay, but choices, again, will give you context. All right, 
So how does so okay, so we have these encrustments. You guys are all aware of that. How does the originating source impersonally work with the, with these energies? Um how how's that all how's that play out really? Um <laughs> what happens is that the originating source energy is impersonally placed on our encrustments, on that energetic field that we carry. And then it's the encrustments that manifest our outer reality. So our world, in essence, our outer reality, in essence, is based on our own belief systems. Okay, and I'm going to explain this. But you've heard me say this. We need to neutralize because all that we're carrying is we're mirroring outside what we carry at that energetic level. I have said this this same message over and over again, so this is still valid. But what I'm bringing in now is that the originating source energy operates off those encrustments, and I'm going to explain. First, it's a little difficult to to fully accept the fact that the that the originating source energy is impersonal because we've spent so many lives believing that you know this originating source energy is you know creating for us that is doing for us that is helping us that is um you know we call on that energy to to to, to bring in something we need or want, et cetera, et cetera. And so it's difficult to think of it as being impersonal. Um, But in reality, the individual, each of us, okay, each of us guys, we are completely and totally in control of our own reality, 100%. The idea, though, that God is in charge has been a trap. It's imprisoned us for lifetime after lifetime after lifetime because it's built up the idea that the external source is in charge and that in charge of what's being played out on our lives and we see what's happening in our lives as the will of God but really now this this is this is really important what we will comes from our own belief systems. What is being manifested is coming from our own belief systems. We think it's the will of God, but it, or the will of the originating source, or the will of Jehovah, or Allah, or whatever. We believe that it's coming from without, but it's coming from us. It is our own belief systems, our own encrustments, that is creating that outer reality. Okay. Now, understand... I'm going to explain how it works now. We haven't understood this. I understood it, supposedly, since 1986, but I didn't really understand it. So we haven't, we've been introduced this concept. I'm sure I'm not the first one, and I won't be the last. But somehow we haven't taken it in at that gut level, and that's what I'm striving for today is to help plant the seed so that all of us can take it in at the gut level and utilize this information. And it's not difficult. That's the exciting thing. Okay, but let me keep going. Uh, Okay, let's just look at an example. I think the easiest way to understand is that we're sitting there, we're either praying, uh, you know, praying to a a God or the universe or to the almighty or the divine, whatever. Maybe we're making affirmations. Maybe we're meditating. Whatever we're doing, we're looking outside 
uh, for healing, for answers, for help in any way. So let me so let me just give you an example. Let's say there's a guy and he's praying for success, or he's affirming success, or he's uh, meditating on success in his business endeavors, and he believes at the inner unconscious level that now we're talking the inner level. Maybe he has some confidence in himself, uh, the conscious mind level. I don't know. It's not important. But at the inner level, he has eons of history where he feels like he's a failure, that he's not going to be a success, and um, that he's going to be passed over, that he's doomed to failure, whatever, because that's his, that's his belief system. Those, that is a very real part of some significant encrustments that he carries. Now, <clears throat> So he's sitting there, he's calling on the external source of energy, the universe at some level, he's meditating, he's affirming, he's, he's praying, he's doing whatever you might want to call it. And what happens? Okay, absolutely 100% the energy from the originating source is called on and it, starts, it goes through the deintensification process because it can't come in full on, you know that. It deintensifies, it comes down to the level the energetic frequency level that the individual can uh, take in uh, without being hurt or harmed. And what happens? It hits the encrustments. Okay? It hits the encrustments, moves in through and around that energetic field, and creates the outer reality based on the beliefs there. In this case... His encrustments are carrying a deep sense of failure. So the, the originating source and personal energy use the encrustments and create it exactly what the individual believes. Failure. He did not get the success he wanted. Now I'm making up this example, okay, uh, you know, to, to bring it home. He did not get what he wanted because it was his encrustments that were personalizing the originating source energy. So Understand that we all are personalizing the impersonal energy from the original, originating source. The way that this gentleman, my made-up person, is doing it is the way we all usually do it. We personalize the energy we're calling on from the originating source, which never forces us, never is in control. We personalize it from our own encrustments. It is our own energetic field that is being utilized by that powerful originating source energy to create our reality on the outside. This is why the outer reality mirrors perfectly what the, the energetic reality carries. Okay? So, that's what we mostly do. Now, we, there's a lot of examples all over where prayer, where affirmations, where meditation brings very positive things. But remember, it doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Why? Because each individual is personalizing that energy with its own energetic field. I can't say it enough. We're the ones that are personalizing the energy. That's why things don't happen all the time, good, bad, or indifferent, because it's the individual who is in charge of his, his or her own outer reality. So this process, in effect, is really not so helpful, guys, because 
one, we're looking outside for answers. We're looking outside for guidance. We're looking outside to be saved. And the focus of attention is being taken away from our inner, most purest, most perfect, most potent, most personal point of power, the pure soul essence. And I'm going to get to how we can use that pure soul essence to bypass this other method where we're personalizing from our darn energetic field. Who wants that? Not me. Uh, But anyway... Um, that, that's the second problem, is that this process, which we have been doing really unconsciously just because we didn't understand any better, this process means that we're personalizing that powerful originating source energy with our energetic field. And who knows? None of us know what's in that energetic field. None of us knows all the belief systems we carry, all that's mixed up in the encrustments. You've learned a lot from from many people, I'm sure, but certainly on my show, you hear a lot of these things that people carry at the unconscious level that wreak havoc with our lives. And not all of that is really true. That is really valid. It's what we carry at that encrustment level. Now, over the years, the higher selves over and over and over again have kept back in Jones Day and stuff I get, uh, have been giving us different perspectives to help us loosen the mindset that has held us prisoner, the mindset that it's the outside that is doing it for us. Um, And they're always taking us back to the idea that the power is within us. That's where we need to go. Now, this is not meant in any way, shape, or form to detract or minimize or lessen or Uh, anything, the power of originating source. It is absolutely powerful. It is the source. However, what we do with that idea is that we lock into the idea that God is all-powerful and in existence for us, to make decisions for us, to provide for us, keeping us in that prison. So, it becomes difficult to understand the energies and personal. It is not in place in any one dimension. So, you know, God is not in heaven. Uh, the originating source energy is everywhere. It's throughout the totality of the universe, known and unknown, and there's way more unknown than known. But it is accessible by each and every soul within it, but at that impersonal place. Okay. What happens when we're we're personalizing the impersonal energy with our encrustments is that those encrustments distort the energy, right? So the energy is being carried through the distortion patterns, bringing out the discolorations, the unhappiness, the difficulties, the problems, the patterns. Whatever we're carrying, it's bringing that out into our reality. So the God energy or the originating source energy or the Allah energy or the divine energy, whatever you want to term it, is certainly at work. But the individual assumes that because it's calling on that energy, that that energy is going to answer his or her prayers or affirmations or whatever and makes the assumption that the the external 
source is at work here, God's will. So if you're making the decision that God is at work and something bad happens, then the corollary is that must be God's will. Something bad happening to me must be something I deserve, must be something that's important for me to learn, must be something, something, something. And so we continue to make assumptions based on erroneous foundation. Okay. All right. So, it's each of us are the ones that are personalizing the energy. Each of us is taking that pers- that impersonal energy and utilizing it. And most of the time, it's coming from that unconscious place. We aren't realizing and we make assumptions that are in- erroneous about it. And But what I want to explain now, this is what where I'm leading to, guys. We're finally getting there. But you had to understand how we've been doing it for eons of time, okay? And understanding why that is not really working for us and why it's based on misunderstandings and misconceptions and misinterpretations. And it hasn't helped. It's kind of inefficient and impotent, really, to change our lives in the substantial way that we need it we need and want our lives to change, right? Now, so up to this point, we've not used that pure soul essence, have we? We've not focused on that inner point of power, only on the outer point of power, okay? So, okay. First of all, what is important is pure soul essence is that power within and that if we use that energy to personalize the originating source, then we can correctly create what we desire outward, okay? And here's what we need to do. We need to be amalgamated with or one with that pure soul essence. So in that, when I brought us into one accord, we had, we're standing and we still are standing a very powerful energetic diamond um, symbolic of the originating source. And then we activated that symbolic sun and brought all that light and it filled the totality of who we are at the soul process level. We are standing uh, within the forever now moment and we are in this incredible place, right? Well, if we are in that space, when we call on the originating source energy, when we affirm, when we meditate, when we do whatever, we call the originating source in to the pure soul essence, bypasses those encrustments, okay, bypasses them, moves right in to our purest, most personal point of power, we are connected. There's like a beam of light you could visualize. So immediately the originating source is activating and utilizing that beam of connection, that connecting link, so to speak, from it to the pure soul, es- to the pure soul essence for whatever individual and moves right in to that pure soul essence realm, Okay. So what happens is we're calling in the energy, bringing it right into the purity of who we are, 
and then we're going to be manifesting whatever we want to manifest to change or to create, to heal, to balance, to understand, whatever it is from the inside out. So we are bypassing those encrustments. And in this way, this is the correct way to personalize the impersonal energy, to do it through the pure soul essence to cooperate with the originating source energy in a way. You could, you could say, say it that way, that we are cooperating with the originating source energy by calling it in while we are in the center of, while we are um, absolutely uh, amalgamated with, one with the pure soul essence of who we are. This is our purest and most perfect and most potent and most personal point of power. And this is where we want to be. Okay. Now, so we can do this process. We can try to utilize the originating source energy any day of the week. We can do it at the mostly unconscious level where we're just making affirmations as we go through a day or where maybe we're praying or maybe we're meditating or maybe we're thising or thatting. But what's happening is we're personalizing it through those encrustments in that way. Or we can first, very simply, move into the state of connection between the originating source and our pure soul essence and allow that beautiful, powerful energy, divine energy, to work from the inside out. It means we're creating perfectly. We're drawing on energy that connects us to the totality. We're flowing the energy through that personalized, all-powerful, all-knowing, miraculous uh, point of power we carry within. And any other focus is really haphazard. It can be relatively ineffective or unsatisfactory because it's, as I said, being personalized through your encrustments. I'm not sure any of us want to do it. Do that. We don't want our belief systems to be call, you know, calling the shots, especially these belief systems, guys, that we've had for so many lives, we don't have a clue what's even in there. Okay? I mean, we might have some of a clue because I've really gotten a lot of information on that out to you. I've gotten a lot. I've shared a lot. I've gotten a lot out there, and there's other sources. I'm not the only one. We know that there's a kind of a minefield that we're carrying, and we don't want things to be operational through that. So up to now, my focus has been to dissolve and neutralize that energetic baggage, those those uh, encrustments. Um, and it is so important. It's so important. I knew it was important, but I didn't know has, as important as it was. And the reason why it's even more important than I thought is because whenever we're praying or meditating or affirming, we're, that originating source of energy is moving and being used to create via the energetic field. So what's, why is neutralizing so important? So that when we are unconscious, so that when we are haphazardly creating for ourselves, that at least the energetic field is as clean and clear as we can make it. The, the importance of the energetic field being cleared and neutralized now just takes on a whole new level of importance. It was always important, but now it's even, there's an added reason. 
there's an absolute added reason. And so this new information isn't saying, oh, that's not true, oh, that's not good, or that's not important. It's all important. This is just another expansion beyond that. Uh, the clearer, the cleaner we are, the more positive, fulfilling our outer reality will manifest, even when we're calling on the originating source without consciously kind of connecting with the pure soul essence. The goal here, guys, <laughs> and I'm going to hear a few groans after this, the goal here, guys, is that we need to be centered within the pure soul essence all the time. And I know that's where the groan is because I'm sure all of you think, oh, I can never be that conscious. I've got so many things so distracting in my life, I can never be that conscious. And guys, you can be, but it's a process. And we aren't going to be there tomorrow. We aren't going to be there probably next week or next month. But I've been working really hard with the energy, and I can say, and I've said it a couple times in the past, the more you, you use it, the more you use it. So your consciousness about it is going to expand. It's going to expand. It's going to become more and more second nature. Remember, you were creating the habit imprint as we do it more and more. And the habit energy, as you know, is the energy that, um, that propels us to action. So the deeper the habit imprint, and this is a way that is so, such a positive use of this kind of thing, is to being one with the pure soul essence as much as we possibly can. Remember, focus is the turn-on switch. So we can be focusing out there as we go through our lives. We can be focusing on problems. We can be focusing on you know, the global situation, the political situation. We can be focusing on whatever some you know, a friend or family member who's ill. And whenever we have that focus of attention, we are going to be calling in the originating source energy. It's the turn-on switch, okay? So we don't want that energy to be bouncing off our encrustments. We don't want that. We know what happens with that. I've explained it well, I think, this time for you to get it. What we want is to be as conscious as we can about the pure soul essence as much as we can so that we are always creating from that beautiful, powerful, potent place. Um, it's going to take time to develop the consistency. Uh, the other thing is, you know I've always focused on the pure soul essence. I've always used it for all my healings. Never would do a healing without it. But again, this new information brings it to that next higher level. It isn't just to do it when we're actively doing a healing. It's to do it all the time. <laughs> so again, pure soul essence, important, important, important. Important for healings, important for all day long, every day in our lives. So we want to be personalizing from the pure soul essence, from that purity, that perfection of who we are, and the higher selves have said that true self-responsibility, true self-acceptance, and true consciousness at the highest levels come from the acknowledgement and acceptance of who we truly are, our pure soul essence. Okay? That's where we're all headed. That's where we're all going to get to. 
We're going to have some days where we feel in that space. A lot of the day we're going to be so happy and joyful and feel really good. There are going to be other days where, you know, the day goes by and we haven't thought of it once. It's not about getting on top of yourself about it. It's just simply about, you know, saying, okay, I'm going to start now. And then pull in all that you, well, I'll explain that later. I'm about to get there. Um, So there's a lot of ways that we can use this idea. And that's where we're going to now. We're going to, I'm just going to give you some ideas of how to use this. Uh, and there's just a few things that have come to me I want to share with you. Uh, I don't want you to feel limited in any way. You might come up with some new ideas, and I would welcome anybody to share with me anything that you have on this, Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com or Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Email me. Call me. Well, I can't say call because... You call me on the meetups when I can finally get on the computer. Um, but here's how you use it, guys. Here's how I've been using it. First of all, the first thing the first thing I got was to see my pure soul essence as that diamond, a small diamond within me, like a mini me of the energetic diamond, symbolic of the originating source, and. So I tried that on for a while. So instead of using the sun, I went in and I symbolically walked inside of my own diamond. But I'd already walked inside of the originating source symbolic diamond. And so it was like two levels of diamond, you know, the, the bigger one around me and then the littler one that expanded and was around me as well. So it was I was like doubly encased in this energetic field, the smaller one and the bigger one. And that's really a powerful uh, tool. It's a powerful way to uh, work with it because within that second diamond, the, the pure soul essence, my own pure soul essence, if I have an issue, I call it in with me. So let's say... Uh, this businessman and he wants to be successful he could just call in to that double powerful field call into you call he could call into his own pure soul essence the the whole idea of you know wanting to succeed in business the whole situation in whatever the business arena is that he was working on or wanting to be successful in. And it doesn't have to be business, guys. I'm just giving this as examples. Anything, any issue in your life, call it in and embrace that issue with those powerful energies that are cooperating. Your pure soul essence is cooperating with the originating source energy. Your focus is within you're focusing on the issue. You've taken it in. You've encompassed it. Sometimes I feel like the energy embraces uh, the issue, whatever the issue is. And, it, and, it, and what it does, it, it not only feels like it is healing that energy, bringing it to a higher state of frequency, a higher state of beingness, but it also is neutralizing and clearing the energies in my energetic field Okay, so that when the energy is released outward, you can either just embrace it within. Sometimes I actually release it outward. I'll say, like if it's the businessman, he could say, and I'm releasing the success in business out into the world. He's releasing it from that very powerful place outward. And 
uh, either way, you are going to be neutralizing the elements of the energetic baggage that don't match it, that don't match that frequency. It's going to help facilitate the clearing of the energetic field, those encrustments. So that's one th- way you can do it. Because, And I like the container feeling. When I'm bringing in an issue, uh, whatever it might be, there's something I'm confu- confused about, there's something I'm... Uh, totally clueless about or I need information or whatever. Uh, I'm, I've been working on this project, for example, and I had homework to do. I'm working with another uh, person. We're trying to get together something that I'm going to share with you guys at some point. And the the fact of the matter is um, I thought I, w- I literally thought I couldn't do it. And so I brought the homework because we each have homework. I brought my homework in <laughs> not really homework, but stuff I was supposed to work on because we're working as a team. And immediately I got things I literally was shocked about. It just, it just, I, it literally just poured into my mind. I was creating from the inside out and just came up with, I had my homework done like in 10 minutes. It was unbelievable. And I thought I would never do it. So that's how it works. It was so powerful. And actually, the homework was something I'd worked on five years ago and could not do. That's why I came to it thinking, oh, my God, I'm never going to do this. You know, and I brought it into the pure soul essence. And wow, I literally sat down on the computer after that and wrote two pages of all that I got. And it was powerful stuff. It was really powerful. And it's not worth sharing it with you right at the moment, but you can really use this in so many different ways. Maybe you're you're going into a meeting and you want to you bring in all the the elements of the meeting, all the the issues, the relationships, the the personalities, the potentials, whatevers. Bring it into that pure soul essence arena. You can activate any energy you want. You might want to act divine, activate divine communication. You might want to activate divine uh, caring or divine expansion or divine creativity or depending on what the meeting is for. And then just focus on that energy and know that it is uh, you are personalizing all that energy to work in the highest ideal, to work potently, to be creating from the inner highest, most purest, most perfect point of power instead of from whatever the energetics are. And you can then send the energy out. You can send it to uh, to fill the room and fill the space. Um, you can, you know, play with it. You can, you know, have it neutralize whatever fields in the room. Whatever it is, if you're directing it from that double energy field, you are coming from a very, very incredibly... Uh, amazing place that's this is where we can create those miracles guys when i went in and tried to get the do my homework i mean you have no idea i had already tried for months five years ago to do it it was an idea that i had five months ago and then after i tried for months to manifest it and figure out how i was going to do it and i couldn't do it i laid it aside and it came up again just last week and oh my god within 10 minutes i had two pages everything unfolded so i knew for me it was a miracle that i got it it's a small thing maybe but 
hey, it was significant. You know, it made me feel like I'd done my part. You know, I was a useful team member, not just somebody who's riding on somebody's coattails. So use this energy. It's so great. So great. Um, Sometimes when I don't have time to heal somebody, I'll bring that person into my pure soul essence energy. And it's not really the person. It's not like I'm calling them in. But it's somehow, and I don't understand it perfectly either, it's somehow, though, the essence of that person, or I'm acting as a surrogate, or I'm doing something, and I'm doing healings with and for that person just briefly. You know, I don't need to sit down for half an hour or an hour to do it. And so... Um, I told Robin, I hope she said it was okay that I would use her as an example. You all know Robin. She's on the show a lot. She's had healings for herself and for her son, Ryan. Um, And her son, Ryan, has uh, come back from being in jail. And it's been very stressful, and her addiction pattern with alcohol has been raising its ugly head. And so... For someone like Robin, you could amalgamate Robin with that the double diamond, so to speak. You can use the sun. It's not that you can't. I use the sun, too. I've been going back and forth because sometimes I want to bring something in, like a issue or a, a challenge or, a, you know, I want to bring something in or somebody to heal, so I use the container feeling because it feels like it's going into something. Sometimes I use the sun because I'm just activating some powerful energies and I don't need the container. So, and I'm sure you all will find new ways and uh, trust me, I would love to hear about them again. But for you, Robin, you can do how you would want. You could um, bring in just the pattern of addiction and just encompass it, uh, you know, almost like engulf it with that pure soul and essence energy and allow that pure soul essence energy while it's utilizing the impersonal energy from the originating source because you've already brought in the the symbol of both and you just utilize that energy to heal re to transform to uh shift and change and uh balance whatever is needed and necessary for that that the addiction pattern and I don't know exactly how it's going to feel how you're going to sense it and I know you're really intuitive you're going to some things are going to come up maybe you're going to feel to pull in Ryan because you he's one of the stressors he's one of the um, things that trigger your feeling to drink and so that way you can call him in that stressor and then work on the stressors and but don't limit yourself to just Ryan because there are going to be other stressors in life we have all sorts of stressors for different from different arenas and different uh, places in our lives so you know call that in activate whatever divine energy like divine freedom because you want to be free from this uh, this this pattern that's kind of got its hooks in you in some way, you know, the addiction thing. So just work on that to, and, and, you know, whatever comes up and you can use whatever I've used in the past, but do it from this place, just totally engulfing it all from that addiction pattern. So it doesn't have to be long. You 
get to the bank and you're frustrated because you know there's 10 people in front of you, just use that time. Move into the uh, conscious place. Feel that energetic diamond of the originating source around you, encasing you in the totality of who you are. Activate the pure soul essence, either using the sun symbol or whatever else you might use, or activate the symbol of the internal the internal uh, diamond and expand that so that's encompassing the totality of who you are and that you are working in concord with, in conjunction with, cooperating with the originating source uh, energy and you are going to, you know, just utilize it in whatever way that you think to use while you're standing in line at the bank. Um, the... There's just a lot of different ways, and I'm sure by next week I will have some new ideas for you. But, oh, here's the deal. Um, I keep forgetting to tell you guys, I'm going away Friday for two and a half weeks. So there's two Wednesdays that I will not be home. Now, next Wednesday I'm going to work really hard to do a uh, a group where I am. It's back east. Uh, I haven't organized it yet, but I'm pretty sure I'll be able to do the radio show, and I probably will just do a healing. I have put a shout-out to someone, and I haven't heard back, but I'm pretty sure it'll be a yes. In that case, I'm just going to do that. I probably won't bring much more fifth-dimensional information, but I will, if I get any emails from you all, remember Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com or Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Email me if you have any questions, any comments, any experience that you want to share. Nothing's too small, nothing's too, uh, nothing's unimportant, nothing's too silly, nothing, anything. So share if you feel to. I'd really love to hear from you. And the other thing is the following Wednesday, there is no way that I'm going to be able to do a show. I am going to be traveling that day. So that is out and I'm just not able to get a pre-tape show done. So that will be dark. And I'm so sorry this traveling thing is exciting and uh, it's both business and personal. Uh, the first week I'm going to be working with a gal, I think I've told you this, that's helping to help me transcribe the cassette tapes from Joan that are going to be the, the basis for my third book. And so I'm meeting with her for a week, and we're going over all the material and, you know, starting to brainstorm and, you know, get get my creative mind going. It's a different kind of book completely. You're going to love it. You are going to love it, guys. Um, anyway, the so that's that. I'm hoping to be on – I know I'm definitely on one TV show in Connecticut and maybe one in Charlotte and maybe one in Raleigh. The the Charlotte and Raleigh ones are still up in the air. They don't book very far out, you know, it's sort of a last-minute thing, and so I don't know whether it's going to work, but it could possibly be that. And the rest of the time I'm visiting um, a client, uh, a very seriously ailing sister, and uh, a couple friends, and um, going to be great, really great. But the timing isn't necessarily perfect because I just was away, and it's really hard to be away too much too much time because I, I miss things like this wonderful radio show on a regular basis. But anyway, when I get back, I will, I'm coming back a late, late, late on the 23rd. The 24th, I will um, 
just play, be playing catch up, and I will have a show on the 25th that Wednesday. I don't know yet what it's going to be. I hope it will be sort of back to normal. Uh, that's my plan, anyway. But in any case, I won't. I don't have anything to tr- any more travel till I think it's August, September. So it'll be a good long time. And I want to thank all my listeners as always. And I really hope you understand. We can. We all personalize the originating source energy. It is impersonal. And we either can do it from the unconscious manner, utilizing our encrustments, or we can consciously utilize it by bringing the energy in and activating and utilizing it from the inside, from the pure soul essence, and creating from the inside out instead of letting the originating source take our outer energies and create from there. We don't want that. Do we still need to neutralize? Yuppie duppie do we do. I know we do because we aren't going to be fully conscious all the time. We aren't going to be there all the time. So we're going to be creating from that outer reality. Let's make that as clean as we can. But let's add this new technique on. Let's add it on as much as we can. Let's keep moving toward the true state of consciousness, the true state of self-responsibility, and the true state of self-acceptance by acknowledging and utilizing the pure soul essence. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye. Have a great week, and I will talk with you next week. I really love all of you, and I, on the phone, I don't have a way to turn on the you know, the goodbye music, the outro, as they call it. Um, So I'm just going to say goodbye, and thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you all, always.